Today's episode of The Laps is sponsored by Audible.com. With over 150,000 audiobooks to choose from, Audible wants to give you guys a free audiobook of your choice. To download your free audiobook today, visit audibletrial.com slash the laps. Real quick, I'm going to be honest with you guys. The only way this show makes money, and the only way I dig my way out of the negative dollars it costs to run it, is if you sign up. That doesn't cost you a thing, and you can cancel if you want to. But if you like this show and you want to give back to it in the easiest way you possibly can, pause this right now and just sign up so that you don't forget to do it later. Download your free audiobook at audibletrial.com slash the laps. Thank you, guys. And with all that said, hey, everybody, welcome to the Laps Storytelling Podcast, where we tell true stories gussied up. I'm your host, Kyle Jest, and today's story is possibly the darkest one we've ever had. Wichita Sims is originally from Texas. Being Canadian, most of my medical care is paid for, but Wichita doesn't have that luxury. Despite one medical disaster after another and another, well, I'm going to warn you up front. If you're the squeamish type, if blood or surgery or other things make you ill, eat your dessert first. If you want a hint, I'm calling this one a few loose screws. Here it comes. This is The Lapse. Wichita Sims has this headache. It's like someone took an ice pick and was jamming it up your nose and poking it into your brain. Okay. Maybe it's more than a headache. You know, I think I maybe have a brain tumor. And then she thinks, no, she'd just been treated for breast cancer. After you've had cancer, you kind of just immediately go there. It's common for cancer survivors to fear recurrence. Her oncologist knows this, but he placates her. and He orders a CT scan of her face. Nothing's wrong. You're fine. But that headache. It would happen when I was asleep. So she has another CT. They found nothing. The doc says, Wichita, listen to me. There's nothing wrong with you. You know, this isn't like you. Wichita looks up at the voice. Two colleagues stand by her desk. Yeah, this is a mess, but this is what you told me to do. And they're like, no. They're right. She did the complete opposite of what she was asked. But when she looks back up to respond... They were standing over here in the corner, and I couldn't see them. I started losing my peripheral vision. Her oncologist is unusually short with her. He calls it defensive medicine. You are wasting the insurance company's money. But come Thursday, Wichita gets an MRI. On Friday, she gets a phone call. Your oncologist wants you to come over here Monday morning. He needs to speak to you. What? Wichita asks. I'm not going to wait till Monday and ruin my weekend. Don't come over. I am coming over. No, don't come over. So I came over. It was a ghost town. The secretary jumps in surprise. Why are you here? What do you think I'm doing here? What is going on? She said, well, your oncologist, he had one little three-year-old daughter diagnosed with cancer today. He's not even here. There's another oncologist on staff. When he spots Wichita, he knows. The tumor is about four centimeters, a lump on Wichita's brain at the back of her head. Like a golf ball. Wichita's put under anesthesia. The surgeon slices a shape in her skull, like a doorway to her brain, and pops it off. And it had a tail. That means it's been nourishing itself. He decides to pull on the tail. Then he rips what is called the sagittal sinus wall. Her brain begins to bleed. When you go on vacation, you know, you load too much stuff in your car, and you're trying to cram the trunk back down. I have a vision of him doing that with my brain. When I wake up, I'm blind. And then the next thing I knew, I was out again. 
She wakes, this time with her sight. But something's out of place. I saw this beautiful pinwheel. It fills the room, these beautiful yellow balls, pulsing on each of the pinwheel's folds. One of the most gorgeous things I've ever seen. I wonder if they gave me LSD. She looks for somebody, anybody that can explain the situation. They told me, you don't talk on your cell phone. You can't talk on your cell phone. Well, that's the first thing I tried. You try to make sense of things that make no sense. I mean, of course they're not going to give you LSD in the hospital. The people can talk to you, but you can't figure it out. You can't talk back. Is anyone there? And then you get a bad headache. I left the hospital. I was really disoriented. She stares out the passenger window. A jogger sprints along the highway, trying to keep up. He's too small for his size, almost miniature. I mean, a tiny little guy. Another tick on a list of increasing hallucination. Just... Extraordinary. A six-eyed cat. A seahorse that was swimming through this guy's waiting room. Burning embers falling from the The sky. The ones with the light. They were just gorgeous. But what starts happening is I start just blinking out. I couldn't piece together what was happening. It was like a jump cut. Cut. Fast stop, ma'am. Where are we? She missed her stop. The jump cuts are getting worse. The neurosurgeon tells my GP that I'm unstable. She's unstable. No, 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 he's got to help me. This this is part of his mess. Wichita, she says. We need to get away from this guy. Occipital lobe epilepsy. Opsant seizures. The more it goes on, the worse it's going to get. It's going to spread. I'm going to send you back to a hospital. The screws that he put in my skull and the back of my head start coming out. The bone back there sees one of the screws, and the skull bone says, Oh, yeah, that screw is mine. Wichita develops what's known as a bony protuberance. The skull bone sees the screw, wants to claim it, so it grows bone around it. I can no longer lay on my back because this thing's growing every day. After one of my cancer support groups, I'm walking down the street and I look up at the sun and it hooks itself around the loose screw. And my head is stuck staring at the sun. She's in a rougher part of town, not a place to be stranded. No matter how much she tries, she's stuck. This is unbelievable. She continues to yank two hands on either side of her skull. Wichita becomes increasingly aware of passers-by. I know it looked like something out of a mental ward. Bottom line? Oh, God, I don't have a lot of choices here. So I just take my hand and slug the back of my head as hard as I can. Dear Mrs. Sims, we are entitled to the money from your lawsuit. My, my lawsuit? My lawsuit. After a lengthy trip to the ER for the fracture in her skull, Wichita receives this letter. My memory is really damaged by now. It's damaged badly, and the anti-seizure drugs make it even worse. I filed a lawsuit. Gosh, I found a lawsuit? Something's off here. She calls the number on the letter. Did you send this letter to me? We're entitled to the money from your lawsuit. What lawsuit? No, your lawsuit. What lawsuit do you mean? Which lawsuit are we talking about? The one you have, ma'am. I don't have one. Does this always happen? Wichita's neurosurgeon, her new one, frowns. Your old neurosurgeon, he says. He didn't countersink the screws. And I don't know a lot about carpentry, but even I know. If you're going to put a screw in something hard, you need to countersink it. She turns to look at him. So they're all coming out. He said, yeah, but we're going to get them. You're awake. It's Wichita's surgeon. We're done. 
thought you might want these. Even though earlier he'd said they were a biohazard, he slipped them to me in a urine specimen cup and said, here, here you go. go. Two plates and four screws for my head. The pain gets a little better because some of the screws are gone. They run even more tests. More, more tests. tests. And they tell her what she already knows. You have occipital lobe epilepsy. And that cost the insurance $67,000. I felt like calling the oncologist and saying, Hey, you want to see some flagrant waste of money? I looked up at the door. There was this big bloody handprint going down it. It's been 10 years since Wichita's first surgery. She stands herself up and rejoins her writing class. The only stare. Uh-oh. She glances back at the door, then touches her face. I can have my seizures and keep walking. That's the really scary thing. I smash my head so hard that my glasses land separated from the frame. There's a cut on her eye. The frames of her glasses, they've... Clipped onto a tendon inside the cut. Now there's blood everywhere. There's blood on the table, blood on my notebook. A classmate rushes her off to the bathroom. Wichita looks in the mirror and warns the lady. Okay, don't look. Because I know what I'm going to have to do is just rip the glasses off my face. Because it's just gone back together and it's clipped. So I take a deep breath and just... What's this hardware still doing in your head? No, no, I don't, I, I don't have any screws. They, they took all those out. Your screws are coming out for the second time. Eight years ago, when they took the screws out, he just did half of them. So again, Wichita gets new screws. Mrs. Sims, our report says you had another head injury. As you know, we're entitled to the money from your lawsuit. Well, there's no lawsuit. We had an ER visit, didn't you? Now you've had surgery. That ER visit and surgery was from loose screws from a long time ago. We're also entitled to the money from that lawsuit. Okay. Whatever. Now the insurance solves all this, they just cancel our insurance. And they send us a postcard in the mail. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I was so angry. I tried to rip the postcard in half and those fools had laminated it. So then I tried to burn it and they had coated it with that same stuff the Census Bureau uses here so you couldn't even burn it. So I just ran it through the shredder. I saw this little white little firefly thing, and I thought, well, buddy, maybe you'll go away someday. Maybe you'll go away someday. That story again was shared by Wichita Sims. If you visit her website at wichitasims.com, you'll quickly realize that's not her real name. She uses a pseudonym for privacy's sake. If you want to read about more of her experiences, please go to her site and check it out. I'm, I'm telling you you'll be blown away by what Wichita's had to deal with. If you need some help getting there, visit thelaps.org. I'll link you right to it. I owe some people some serious thanks, so I'm going to give those out right now. Emily, thank you for transcribing this episode. And for the first time ever, I didn't have to edit this entirely by myself. So, oh my God, Alex Ricci, thank you so much. As always, send your story submissions to stories at thelaps.org, and please, if you can, get that free audiobook, even if it's just a favor to this show. That's audibletrial.com slash thelaps. My name is Kyle Jest, and this was The Lapse. Thank you so much for listening.